We're back. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. Welcome back. Hello. We are back in the studio. Well, actually, we stayed here. We just had a little break right there. The uh, rude music interrupted us. Guys, sorry for the commercials. Victory Hollyfield behind the mic with my beautiful sisters, Kendra White and Cedra Sarden. We're talking about biblical womanhood. I guess you could say part two, kind of, because this is our second time doing this. Right. Yeah. I'm enjoying this. This has been good. I'm learning things from you ladies. Absolutely. And being inspired to dig deeper into scripture. <laughs> me too. Me too. Because listen, like, please know this, listeners. My brothers and sisters in the faith, we're learning. Men, Jesus said in his word, 2 Corinthians 3.18, we move from glory to glory in Christ Jesus. We have not arrived and I believe even when we get to heaven, we're still going to be learning. But what we've been discussing is submission, this feminist movement that is just going cray cray. Um, where do we left off? Y'all, it's we so much. We asked the question me of women Kendra. in the church. And what is a Stepped woman's role? How much leadership can she have? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest. This is a topic that I have currently been looking into because I don't know. That's my answer. I, love I don't fully know. And that's all, sometimes that's a good answer to have. I personally don't believe women are the pastor. There was a time I did. I do believe that we can minister to other women and to children, but I do not believe that we are to pastor a church. I do believe that the shepherding of a church is the role of a man only. Now, so so th- does that mean what about Joyce Myers, Paula White? I believe people who are, in, if you're in a church where the woman is the pastor, I'm going to be real, you are scripturally wrong and you really don't need to be there. Well, there are some people that mm-hmm. um, teach and preach, but th- it's not pastoring. Like there is, I do think, a difference between having a speaking ministry and I know some women that um, have even been under the submission of their husband in their ministry to women. True. And they'll yeah. travel from churches to churches. And I, I, do think, I do think that that's different. Um, but, um, okay, I'm just going to play devil's advocate no, with you because great. I'm still oh, seeking my heart here to understand this. Okay, so the Holy Spirit was given to all, right, at Pentecost. Mm-hmm. All of them received, you know, the gifts, teaching, rebuking, and, you know, all of that right. bo- to both men and women. So um, why in this one aspect is, is the calling for men and women different? That is so good. You're going to put me in the spot like that. I am. I Tell me, Holy Ghost. And this is live know. radio. We're on, we're on a well, time. And Cedra, you jump in here. Yeah, what no, do you think? I'm, I'm with Jade on this where why are you just putting this on the spot? <laughs> Thank you, Cedra. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's okay, well, what, let me, let me what, give you the reverse side of it. There yeah. are some that say that, you know, there's a verse in Scripture that talks about women should not speak up in the church, mm-hmm. um, but should ask, should not ask questions, but should ask their husbands at home. And some people take it to the extent that women should not pray in a service or in Bible studies. And, you know, um, I, I have a strong reaction to that. <laughs> Girl, yeah. But, um, but that, you know, there, I think there's, um, there's different levels and each denomination determines what they feel is appropriate for women. Um, I'll say this. I heard Vody Bakum say once. Actually, it was recently. I went to the G3 conference and ATL was so good. And um, Vody said he wants to challenge this notion that only women can minister to women. And I sat there and I looked at my husband. I said, what are you about to say? Huh? Wait. Yeah, of course women are supposed to minister to women. I'm, and then I'm thinking of Titus chapter two, you know. And Vody goes on and he says, because when you look at scripture, that it were men telling women our roles. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa. So what he was saying was this notion that only a woman, only Joyce Myers or Beth Moore or Priscilla Shire, and I love me some Priscilla. Okay, I'm going to put that out there. <laughs> only they can teach other women. What he was saying is, no, a man can't teach a woman her role scripturally according to scripture because it was a man who wrote scripture. What do y'all think about that? And I love me some voting. Mm-hmm. I'm still kind of 
Kendra's looking at me like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to understand. So you're saying that because men wrote scripture to explain what a woman is, that men need to have an aspect of speaking into women to tell them what their role is? Somewhat, that's that what right? Buddy was okay. saying. He was saying this notion of people. There are women people, are not the only ones. Yeah, that's what he was saying. I agree. People I, think women should only minister to women, but he's saying no because it was men who wrote scripturally our role as women from the Bible. So he believes that women can minister to men? He believes women can, but he yes. also believes that men can minister to women as well, which of course, I mean, pastors. I believe that. I think that there's some precautions that you need to put in place. Like, I'm very careful. I have um, Bible studies that meet at my house, and they're both men and women. And I usually am in a facilitator role to just um, get people talking. And it's it's not necessarily teaching. But there have been men who have come to me over the years wanting prayer or wanting to be, you know— um, wanting me to hold them accountable. They're just trying and, to get close to you, Kendra. Well, that's the thing you have to be very careful <laughs> with. Do. I think that you cannot be best friends with the opposite gender and it not get complicated. I totally so agree. So I think, you know, uh, Billy Graham, he would not even um, allow himself to be in an elevator with a woman alone. I love it. I love because it. Because there's, you know, there's a special attack on ministers of the gospel for their integrity, and there mm-hmm. are so many who have fallen. So in the regard of, of that way, ministering in a one-on-one setting, I think there's a lot of wisdom to letting women minister to women, men to men. Um, but, you know, there when you're married, I feel like there's an extra covering where couples can minister to a woman Absolutely. or a man. And yeah. do can men learn from women? Yes. yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Can they listen? Yes. yes. So in yes. that regard, I absolutely think um why would men shut themselves off from 50 percent of the population and there are women who have studied and learned the word of god when you look at the passage about um paul instructing women to keep silent in the church Mm -hmm. when you study that culturally it was because the women of that time were disrupting the service with needless questions that their husbands knew the answer to and the women had no education so w- when you the, the letters, the epistles were written to address specific problems and we can all learn from them and take away the principles. But I do think that when you take away um, when you separate scripture from the purpose that it was intended for and the audience that it was supposed to receive, you, you don't get the full picture. And um, now we have women who go to seminaries. They know the word of God. Yeah, I went three years. And so Absolutely. why would we not allow them to speak truth when there's um, when there's so many lies? This is what I say. <laughs> this is what I say. What does the Bible say? Titus chapter two, when we when it says talks about older women teaching young younger women, let's get let's get it. Similarly, teach the Titus chapter two. I'm I'm reading at verse three. Similarly, teach the older women to live in a way that honors God. They must not slander others or be heavy drinkers. Instead, they should teach others what is good. These older women must train the younger women to love their husbands and their children, to live wisely and be pure, to work in their homes, to do good, and to be submissive to their husbands. Then they will not bring shame on the word of God. I didn't read anywhere about pastoring a church. When I see, when I think of pastoring a church, I'm thinking of men. That's because we as women, especially if you are a wife, you already have the responsibility. My husband is my number one, my my number one ministry. Mm -hmm. My children are next. Yes, I said that. That's scripturally, brothers and sisters. You better read it. All of you out there that's idolizing your children, that is sin and you need to stop it. Um, Our husbands are first, then my children. And then to, to have to balance pastoring a church, ministering, counseling others. That's a lot. And I just I just believe this for a husband. I haven't done in-depth study, but I just that's just me. Well, and there are situations, too. Like, you know, I've heard people bring up the um, the example of in other countries, um, 
like in China, there's a story of an underground church and the husband was the pastor and they had several families. They know nothing about God. And the husband was taken to prison and the wife continued their church, you know, and, you know, and you look at a situation like that. I don't think that it is necessarily wrong for a woman to, to teach, but I think that man is best suited for it with his gifting. I like what you So I, I don't necessarily think that women who um, have this gift of teaching, you know, I, I think I do think teaching and pastoring is different when, when you like get that. into pastoring. You, you deal in that role of priest. Mm-hmm. And God, in, if you look throughout scripture, um, women were prophets. You know, God used Deborah, oh, Deborah to be a prophet. But I was told that that's a different type of prophet. But that's a whole other stuff. Well, See, y'all, this is well, a man didn't right step up in the situation, Ooh! the story. No, no, it's scriptural. Can that's you try what to it says. Me on live radio? And, then, <laughs> and then a woman did. And God, God told the man, you're not going to receive glory for this because you didn't do what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So I think there are some situations in the church where women have had to step into roles because there weren't men to fulfill those roles. And... Not that that makes that right, but you do see women, other other prophets in the Old Testament, that it wasn't a problem. You see also in the New Testament, um, couples um, having oh, home churches and acts and acts, and it represent. You know, it says um, I think it uses the wife's name first. So she had um, a ministry of inviting people into her home, and she's very active in the church. Um, but you don't ever see in Scripture a woman described as a priest. Right, I agree. that role was always for men. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's an aspect of pastoring that in a way that you're a priest or then at least in the husband I like how fulfilling you that, that role. Teaching and preaching. This is this is me honestly talking. I don't know what how I no. feel about it. I I come down to with women, I just don't prefer them as pastors. And I don't know that that's from scripture, but that's just the conclusion I've I come to. I think that's a good one. I don't either, because they're mm-hmm. emotional. Yeah, we gotta get to this last question because we're running out of time. We could stay on this forever. I want to get to this. Ladies, does the Bible discriminate against women? All this talking that we're doing, <laughs> was a, Jesus a sexist, ladies? I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and throw out there and say no. <laughs> uh, first off, and, and, and here's the thing. The Bible does something that a lot of writings and teachings wouldn't have done. And I've, no, we've spoken about this before, Kendra, at our Bible studies mm-hmm. that we have done. The way that the Bible portrays women and puts them in roles and the fact that they're just mentioned and given anything other than the wife of right shows you where the how they were viewed it was women that first discovered that yes. Jesus was out of the tomb and he had been risen come on and the greatest he, miracle in history and in in that time culturally it was the the witness of a woman was unacceptable because she was not valued on yes. that level culturally but yet, but god come on but god Look saw value right exactly and jesus That's showed good. himself to women first Yes. And that doesn't mean that. I mean, that just goes to show you that that uh, women were valued and they were not looked down upon. And that was Jesus saying that a woman is as is important as a man. Look at Mary. Greetings, oh. you who are highly favored. The Lord. I mean, obviously, he couldn't yes. have chosen a man to birth the savior yeah, of the world. Right. But there's there's an honor and a favor that God sees in women. Can I add this? I want to add this. Y'all. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, right? Mm -hmm. The role as a married woman, the role of the husband is to love me as Christ loved the church. Christ gave his life for me so that that I was precious. Do you get that? He loved you, my brother and sister, that Christ died for you. So that's telling me God put me in the position that my husband's supposed to love me as as his own body. He's supposed to cultivate and cleanse me through the washing and the cultivating of God's word. My role is beautiful. My husband, I don't want to say worship me, but... uh, 
I'm up there, you know? <laughs> and then when you have a man who seeks after God, he is going to treat you like the queen you are. God, he knew what he was doing when he gave us our roles. And I'm mm-hmm. so happy to be a woman. You know, the story of the Samaritan woman comes to mind. Um, and, you know, there's so much of a stigma associated with the Samaritans. But Jesus came to the woman at the well and he spoke to her and he talked to her. And he didn't care culturally what the expectations about not just women, but Samaritan women were because he saw her as a person and right. he saw her as valued and worth dying for. Amen. Y'all, oh my goodness. Anything else y'all want to add? This has been great. Oh my God. I just want to say seek scripture because if there's, don't be afraid um, to look openly into the word of God and allow it to like cleanse your mind because the stuff you see on Facebook is not true, ladies. Or television. The stuff that's on Instagram Mm -hmm. that's telling you what it means to be a woman is not right. And you have to let your mind be washed with the water of the word. And And there's joy in that. Don't take everything we say as 100%. Go to the scripture, line it up, and see if it matches. Amen. I'm telling you because God's word is real and true. It has been a joy. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Check out EngageMagazine.net. You will not regret it. God bless you. Don't forget, go share Jesus with someone. We are God's hands and feet on this earth.